So JB, I'll be live with the mics plugged in. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so last week we were ending the podcast and uh, Ron hipped us and said, hey, man, they're saying Nipsey got shot. Don't know what happened. Don't know if it's true, but we're hearing that he got shot. And um, we, we say, you know, prayers, send positive energy, and say, you know, by tomorrow we'll know what's going on, hopefully. And the minute we ended the podcast, we got a call from um, F, who we call Gilman for the show. And he said that, no, it is in fact true. Nipsey also was in fact um, shot and murdered. Um, I said last week that if something happened to Nipsey, I would be fucked up in the game. Like, one of my favorite rappers. And, you know, just hope that nothing happened. And, um, unfortunately, we've come to find out that something did happen. Um, first off, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, condolences to Lauren London, his kids, his other child's mother, his brother Black Sam, his artist Kabi, Bino, the whole All Money In, All Money Out family. Um, his biological family and the Rolling Sixties. Um, I went to a, I spoke at a, a vigil for Nipsey Hussle at the Eritrean Community Center here in Atlanta, and um, I got a chance to express my love and my condolences, and I got a chance to see other people express their love and their condolences, and I think that's what we're gonna do here. Um, before I, you know, I have a shit ton to say because, like I said, he was my favorite rapper. But I wanted to um, open the floor up to you guys and kind of get your thoughts, your feelings. When it ex when when you exactly found out, which was probably five minutes after the podcast, yeah, when it was confirmed, um, what were you guys' thoughts before we go into his impact and his global impact? I want to make this personal to us, and I think the best way to do that is to. Introduce the show, maybe. Maybe that's the best way to do it. Maybe we should start with that. What do you yeah. think, Nude? Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to Kickback TV, live from Atlanta, the Kickback TV podcast, also known as the Black CNN, and the revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm new the maid of Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Every Monday on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, we right back at it. Shaolin, fantastic. The marathon continues. It's your girl, Tori Grace, a.k.a. The Blonde Bombshell. We in this today. I'm just glad to be here. I ate too much chicken yesterday, so <laughs> we're going to toss it on over to JB. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA, Nerds with Attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> All right, so this is our Nipsey Hustle tribute show. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, or if you're watching the recording live on Facebook, uh, peace and blessings to you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. We have a lot to unpack. We want to talk about uh, our, our personal losses going through the Nipsey thing, the global loss, the community loss, the impact, and some of the trifling shit that we've noticed on social media. And for those that know me, I haven't even been on social media like I normally am. Because I've been disgusted by certain things I've seen. And we'll, we'll get to that shit later. But um, 
back to you guys. Um, the minutes you heard after we had done doing the show last Sunday, um, what were your immediate thoughts? If you can take us back to the exact moment that you were like, shit, this is real. What were your thoughts? For me, it was kind of like, oh man, not another good one. Not mm -hmm. another one legit that was doing something. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's never the ones we don't really care about that are just rapping and spitting. But this this guy is legit doing something for the community. Not another one. Mm -hmm. I have to I have to echo your thoughts, Tori, because I I felt like it was a tragedy because the loss happened. It's such a it's such a swing point for him. You know what I'm saying? Like everything was starting to turn around for the positive for Nip. He was making such a profound impact on the community, doing so many positive things. Things were going well for him in his career and business. Everything is lining up perfectly. And then, ah, you know, just that, that tragedy for that loss of momentum and that loss of everything for one of our young, our young potential greats, our young potential all-time greats, you know, it's hard to lose these types of talents, these types of intellects at a young age because you can only start to think about what could have been. You know what I'm saying? I just remember saying not too long ago, well, maybe next year he'll get album of the year. I legit remember saying that. We just talked about him. In the category with Cardi B, rap album yeah, of the year. I yeah. just said maybe next year he'll get it. Yeah, um, when I got the text um, from F saying it was true, I um, I keep it a buck. I just I started crying. Like um, Nipsey uh, represented more than just like a rapper I thought was cool or a rapper that I thought was talented. Nipsey was like. He was my favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if anybody has a favorite artist, favorite actor, favorite athlete, you know how that is. Yeah. You know, whether it's rational or not, you you connect with them. Yeah. And you feel something, you know, for them. You feel the lost person. Yeah, and the lost, exactly, is personal. Um, I had somebody FaceTime me. I had several people call or text me or FaceTime me to check on me personally. And I don't say that as a tribute to myself. I say that as a tribute to Nipsey. Because he was so great, I spoke about him in such a great light that people were like, I know you love this nigga. Let me check on him because I know how much love he had. And um, one, I appreciate that. Um, but uh, two, I mean, I, I just cried. I just thought about all the good things he was doing. I thought about, uh, and I, we're going to get into the specifics of the good things. Cause I don't want to keep saying he did so many good things and it sounds like it's cliche. We we're gonna break that shit the fuck down. So you know that that if I'm crying over somebody, it ain't cause he rap good. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's more than that. It's a reason for it though. Me being a mother of black boys, this was something that I was thrilled about. Okay, my kids have a role model. That's closer to them, to their age. Like we had Jay-Z growing up for our role model to look at, to look up to, to say, when I grow up, I want to be like him. This man is flipping money legitimately, not, not in a hood way, not robbing, not thieving. He's building an empire for not only himself, but his children. He's buying property. He started a clothing line. He's teaching kids how to flip money, how to invest, how to, how to buy real estate. They lost that. 
They lost that and it, it's not even for a valid reason. They lost a role model, a legit role model. I can't say to my kids, oh yeah, go um go go check out Jay-Z. They're gonna look at me like, oh he he old, mom, he's old. Yeah, he I old, mean he older than J B. <laughs> so you know how they're gonna be, you know. Here we go again. But they, they had somebody to look up to. To say, okay, you know what? When I grow up I wanna be like Nip. I want to grow up. I want to do this kind of thing. I want to start a family. I want to be able to to leave my children something as an investment because even with him not being here, he still left something for his kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and real quick, Marcus said that that Jay joint gonna crush him too. Like like we lose Jay, like how that's gonna feel. We got a while to go. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully another forty years. But I feel it because I grew up on two more Tupac. When um, by the time Jay Z came out, I, I consider myself grown, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm old as shit. But I grew up on Tupac and having the pleasure to have met Tupac and lose Tupac, and then um, having the pleasure to uh, exchange thoughts with Nipsey on the internet, on Twitter, going back and forth. Um, I felt that loss because you know when you when you admire somebody, you love somebody, you love their music, you reach out to them. They might not hit you back. Sometimes they may not talk back. But you're going to reach out. In an example of Tupac and Nipsey, I did have two people that did actually reach back. That's and, um, what's up. Um, and it, that means the world to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, my last album, No Breaks, came out in 2012. I had contacted Nipsey's management and Joe Budden's management in 2010 or 11 because I wouldn't have done on my album. Those are my two favorite rappers. So I'm like, and they weren't millionaires to the point where I couldn't, I can't afford Jay-Z. I can afford, you know, at the time I thought I could, I can afford Joe Budden. I can afford Nipsey Hussle. These are my, my two favorites out of this new crop. You know, let's get it. Wound up not doing it and putting the album out without without either one of them, honestly. But um, it, it just, it meant a lot um, to, to be involved in that exchange. Um, before we break down his absolute impact on the community, I want to see a quick story. Um, and it was about um, Nipsey even putting out you know, mixtapes. I've been buying them and listening to them. And um, I hit him one day and was like, hold up, man. Like, I knew the whole marathon um, was the movement. But I just started seeing him hashtag TMC. I'm like, what the fuck is TMC? And I'm like, Nip, what, what, what is TMC? I know the marathon, but what's, what's TMC? And he was like, man, y'all lace my boy. Let my nigga know what TMC is. And he did that. And I got like 400 mentions on Twitter. Back to 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 back. People telling me it's the marathon continues, which was going to be your next project. That's what's up. And I laughed. I was happy he responded. I'm like, shit, you respond. I might be able to get him on an album. But then I was like, all right, nigga. You got like people all over, people in Russia. Tweeting me, talking about, it means the marathon continue. It means this. And I was, and I kind of laughed to myself, and I was like, you're a dick, guy. Like, like I wonder if he knew that I was going to, he knew what was going to happen. Of course he did. He, he tweeted me and said that everybody was going to respond. I'm like, come on, man. That's promo for him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My phone buzzed an entire day. And at the end of the day, I was like, this, this fucking Nipsey, yo. Why, yo? That's what's up. That's what's um, up. And now, That's um, cool. Yeah, um, unless you guys have some else Well, say. I was gonna say. I mean, you you hit me to Nipsey when um, when you first got wind of him. So I got to kind of catch him early in his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what we really talked about, 
you know, what you talked about to me, which really impressed me, was just his business savvy and the way he was handling his independent launch of his career. You know what I'm saying? I thought what he did was ingenious. You know, we talked about the breakdown of how he offered his products and his product marketing, talking specifically about his music and how brilliant that was. I was like, man, this is a really, really smart kid. He's about to do amazing things. We I, like I got to watch him because. I want to I want to see how he moves. I love success and I love watching it. You know, so that kind of made me a little bit of a fan, and it just grew and grew and grew. Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure we're watching, we're seeing everything because I started a watch party. Mm-hmm. I'm in the, the watch party. Yeah. Can, okay. Can you get out of the watch party and go to the actual post? I want to make yeah. sure we get everybody's comments. Because um, for those watching on Facebook, for those watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or iTunes, the show is interactive via Facebook. So we will be responding to people. And they may say some of the things you think, some of the things you want to say, and we'll respond to them. But we have two different pop, uh, simulcasts going. One is through the watch party and one is through the actual Facebook group, um, Facebook page. So I want to make sure that we're responding to the Facebook page and the watch party. So Tori, if you can... Gotcha. Uh, you see anything good? Yep. Read it. Let us know. Um, that looks like something interesting. Tanita what? has a good last name. <laughs> what, did, what did she say? She says she felt the pain or our black men or black culture as a whole. Being able to read and see and research the things this young man was doing after turning his life around. Like it hit differently than other celebrity deaths. I 1 billion percent agree with her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, well said. I was really upset again because my children, that was their role model. That was their adult to look up to, to see, to say, oh, you know what? I want to be like him when I grow up. And he's gone. Granted, I mean, he's in essence, like his music has left a roadmap for the kids. Mm-hmm. He He talks about it in each of his tracks. Like... He breaks it down like, okay, this is how it was back then. Fortunately for us, we have social media, which makes him last forever. So he going on trips to overseas to to share, okay, we're doing health. We're doing grow your own food. Like he's just left so much of a roadmap for kids. Like it, I think it's dope. I think it's really dope. Um... Earlier today, I said his death was like the Princess Diana in the black community. And mm. I don't know if that's pushing it too much, but he was a king. Shit, I don't know what Princess Diana did for anybody poor. So I, I, I don't know if she, for the poor. she did. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, just, that was her I'll, thing. I'll, 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 I'll that was, see that to y'all. So Diana's thing was working with the poor and working with children, which was why she was not looked at as the princess she should have been. Because she was always out in the streets. And that wasn't the thing that a princess does. She ain't supposed to be in the streets. She's supposed okay. to stay and be a princess and be a lady. But she out serving food, handing out stuff. Same as Nipsey. Like, he's out here handling stuff. I watched a video the other day. The guy that cleans the parking lot in oh, yeah. his block. Oh, yeah. He picked him up like, yo, come get in the car with me. He took him and cleaned the man up. Like you don't see that happen that frequently anymore. You don't you don't see a guy that's that's from the hood as they want to say. I mean, it doesn't really matter. The only difference between where we are right now and us as people and the people in the hood is a zip code. 
if you move from there, you still the same person. You still black. You still that. So he just, I mean, I hate that he's not here anymore. I really do. I wasn't really familiar with all of his work. Like it was something like, okay, you heard his music. Oh yeah, I know that song. Oh yeah, I know that song. Because I don't listen to a lot of rap. More so West Coast stuff. But the man is just, he he legit was he, a king. Yeah, legit. And we're going to... um. We're gonna speak more about that before we do. Whatever comments do we have down there, Troy? Anything you want to? He read? said he's um, righteous. Reed said that he's been hipping people to cryptocurrency a minute ago, uh, and he said all my life been grinding all my life. <laughs> yeah, one, I mean, one of my favorite Nip songs. And um, again, we got our markets. When my man's called me and told me the first um, thing I said is, "This feels like Tupac and Prince all over again." And um, I'll, I'll agree with you. I Actually, this hit me harder because Tupac was like an idol, somebody I looked up to. So it was someone that, like a big brother. Nipsey was like a little brother. So you always are more protective of your little brothers. You know what I'm saying? You're always more protective of your youngins. So this hit me, ironically, a little bit harder, even though people know I was a diehard Tupac fan, still am. Um, now I want to talk a little bit about um, Nipsey's impact, um, some of the things he did. Tori, you spoke about a few things. I want to go into uh, Vector 90, which was a workspace where kids, where you could come and rent out, like, quote-unquote, office space. You know how they do the workspace. Um, and rentals. above that, the STEM building he and was getting ready to do. Exactly. Um, the STEM building where it's science, technology. Engineering, engineering and math. Engineering and math. But he's putting that together for kids. Um, and, and it was open to anyone, but it was preferential treatment given to people from Los Angeles. Which in the Crenshaw neighborhood, which I'm not mad at. I think that's um, brilliant. In that, it was in that neighborhood. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta protect home first. Yeah. yeah. If, you're gonna, if you're gonna be a philanthropist or whatever, start with your home. It's, you know what I'm saying? I know you. Totally and I mean, it makes sense if like every if every artist from every block mm -hmm. did something for where they're from. It would make a massive difference in the community. Be a whole lot of blocks whole, getting taken. Yeah, yeah. We got the, Twenty One Savage. Will be taken care. Twenty One Savage is down here now. He in Atlanta. He's working in the Atlanta area, but he's not even from here. Why can't we get one of the artists that's doing like Nipsey did, like Twenty One Savage is don't doing? Do, don't do Twenty One like that. He no, no, no. Like what I'm saying is like he's not from here. He's not even a legit citizen. Why is it that somebody from the outside has to come in and say? You know what? These kids need this. I'm not knocking him at all. I'm saying, yes, T.I. is doing stuff in the community. Could you do what they're doing? Take his blueprint. Model it after that. Jay-Z is doing up north. But and didn't with, open up a school. But it's like, it's, um, it's a ton of rappers out there from all over the place. Like, come on, y'all. Let's... 19, 24, 28, 32. 21. Yeah. You hear me, Jimmy? Yeah, I heard you. Okay, I heard you. <laughs> I mean, it would it would be dope that, like, what Nipsey was doing, he was purchasing a whole corner. A whole corner. Teach these kids how to buy that. Teach these kids how to flip money. Like he said, the chain around his neck is going to lose value like a car when you drive it off the block. Teach these children how to do something besides wear a chain. Teach them something. Absolutely, and he, he was definitely doing that. Um, he was giving back, and you know, his 
he used to sell his CDs and other things in this shopping center, near this shopping center. And they used to run them off the property. He owns the shopping center. The store owners who used to run them <coughs> off now pay him and his family rent. Yep. Like that, I, I, as a person who sold his own CDs right there in Avison Mall, and thousands of people can attest to that for, for myself personally. I know what it would feel like if I went back and bought Avison Strip Mall, the strip mall across the street that had the Willies in it and the, the downtown uh, the locker room. And all but that. I hustled CDs before. So okay. that is okay. work. It's yeah. work. That's a lot yeah. of work. Especially yeah. if that's what you're eating off of. Yeah. yeah. That's work. Literally out in the street I, I, yeah. all day, I paid every day. That shit, and I know Nipsey did. I, I can only assume he did because look how far it took him. Um, so we have Vector 90. We have his uh, you know, community give back. We have his businesses where he employed black and brown people to work at his businesses, his different establishments. We have his real estate investment where he was kind of telling people about the real estate game and, and, and teaching them about the real estate game. We have his message and interviews and through his music. I made a post in 2011 that said, I go to Joe Budden for the pain and I go to Nipsey for the motivation. And that's really what it was. When I want to take over the world, I'm putting on a Nipsey song. When I'm in my feelings and want to, ah, I just need to recharge, I'm putting on Joe Button. And um, that's to speak volumes like my motivation, what got me going, what got me on my race, my marathon, was Nipsey Hussle. So this is the guy whose music I listen to, you know, like on a random Wednesday night, shit ain't going right, I'm in the house by myself, I'm just going through Nipsey videos, watching them. Getting my mind right, getting me ready for the next day, getting me motivated. I got physical therapy. I'm learning how to walk again. I'm listening to Nipsey because Nipsey going to motivate me and give me that push that I need. And that's something that's not, that can't really be spoken on, you know, unless it's happened. You know, we know the things that were done in the light, but these are things, these are quiet moments. When, they, when they're telling me to balance on the beam and I can't keep my balance, I'm falling off the board because my ankle isn't strong enough yet, I'm listening to Nipsey. That's who's like, keep going, nigga, it's a marathon. And, and that philosophy is like, I started physical therapy about three, four weeks ago. I couldn't walk at all. Um, and now I can, I, I, I can get around a little bit. But it's, it, that's my motivation. And um, that has been my motivation before, you know, before this is untimely passing, which is why it hit me so hard because that's one of my guys. I'm yeah. going to play Nipsey, I'm going to play Jay, I'm going to play Pac, you know what I'm saying? Um, those are the people that get me off my ass like, nigga, you feel sorry for yourself? You don't get your fucking ass up and go yeah. do something? And um, that's what Nipsey represented to me. Um, I think that's what he's going to continue to represent, and I think that's going to be the continuation of his legacy, though. I think that's what he'll continue to become. You know, as the legend grows, as his as his mystique grows over time, he's not going to be somebody that our community is going to forget. He legit so. is one of the reasons why 
I enjoy hosting. I enjoy doing podcasts because I like watching somebody from when they're selling their mixtapes to when they make it. Watch big. him grow. He, he's one of the Absolutely. reasons why I enjoy what I do. Yeah, yeah, and and it's funny that you say that because I feel like New and I literally watched him grow through his career. We've been talking about like we yeah. literally did. <laughs> yeah, like from, from the beginning, we've been talking about him since. He was selling mixtapes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's us real. In the house, Bullets and Ghetto Name, Volume. I'll be honest, Volume Two. Um, I got Volume One after Volume Two, but Volume Two is what really spoke to me. But Hustle in the House, his first single, um, which is on Volume Two, is, is is like that was his first video. So like, yeah, I get it, I feel it. Um, before we get into what I call the ills of social media. Um, I want to do some more. Uh, I want to do some more loving. I want to do some more love. We're, we're leading with love. So, um, shout out to the hip hop community for their responses. Diddy, you know, Jay Z, Big Boy, uh, The Game, Kendrick, J Cole, Meek Mill, um, and a host of others, and, I'm, I'm, and Beyonce. I'm not trying to leave anybody out, but we can't make it's everybody tons. that show love. It's tons. Like um, mm-hmm. when when Cardi B, Cardi B, when the you Migos, pass, Migos. Uh, I mean, everybody. You could just keep going on and on. Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Shop, Stephen Jackson. Hell, the police department. The out police. In LA. The L.A. Police Department. Yeah. Oh man, and he was supposed to meet with the L.A. Police Department on that Monday. Yep. He passed last Sunday. You know, of course, during our with show. Rock Nation. With Rock Nation, he's supposed to meet with the LAPD about what they could do to stop gang violence. And fuck it, I'll say this right now. I, I was trying to compartmentalize what we talked about, but um, they were meeting to talk about how we can stop the violence, the gang violence in LA, how we can bring it to a halt, how we can change these kids' lives around. And Fortunately and unfortunately, Nipsey's death has done that. Bloods, Crips, NHs, Vice Lords, everybody in essays in LA were marching together to his plaza that he owned, and they were there just celebrating. No violence, no mischief, no bullshit. We are all gonna come here today and celebrate to celebrate Nipsey. Shout out to Big U. Um, I believe he put it together. But um Imagine Bloods, Crips, and every gang in between in a, a, on a block in the city just celebrating one person yeah. and going, ain't going to be no bullshit today. Right. Ain't nobody going to step on the shoe and get mad. Ain't nobody. There was zero accounts of violence that day. And his life was lost to it. Wasn't, wasn't an accident on the side of the road. He was shot because somebody had an attitude problem. Now, I tell you what. By one of his homeboys. I tell you what, let's get into that. Let's get into that right there because there are so many stories about what happened that I'm like, wait, what? Hold up, wait, what? Hold up, wait, what? Hold up, wait. And I wasn't even willing to listen to it uh, early in the week because I was like, we're morning. I don't want to hear your factual statement that you think you have, and I don't want to hear your conspiracy theory that you think you have. I wanted to show love to Nipsey. And I believe the first 30 minutes of our show, we've done nothing but show love to Nipsey. As well we should. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so at this point, 
let's address kind of the situation around his passing. So it was, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Tori, you wanted to start. I was gonna say so. It was it was three ways that he died. It was gang violence, Doctor Sabi, and then it was just like we don't know what happened. Y'all just need to wait. So they swore up and down that the reason why he was dead was because it was a gang-involved activity. Like, they were like, no, he's dead because he was in a gang and he got shot because he was in a gang and that's yeah, why and, he's dead. And I want to elaborate a little bit on that, that, that point right there. Because the initial story was it was a guy from his neighborhood who was a known snitch. And Nipsey confronted him and told him, not to come in that particular area. You know you're not good here. You need to leave. And he left and came back and shot Nipsey and killed him and two other people. And a uh, piece of blessings to those oh, two other so people. I believe they survived. Okay. Um, but piece of blessings to them and their families as well. They're not to be, you know, it's hard when you shot in front of an icon or next to an icon. But we do want to be mindful that two other people were injured. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and there was a baby that was there when it happened. Yeah. There was who? A baby. And, yeah, absolutely. And, Present blessings go up. Yeah, to sure. the baby. And, and so that is one thought that it was a guy from his neighborhood who was a known snitch, and you know Nipsey didn't want him around. Was quote unquote respectful, but dude came back shooting. Another theory is that it was because the, the Doctor CB um, the documentary, documentary that he's working on uh, for the nineteen eighty five trial where Dr. C.B. Um, proved that he could cure AIDS and was found not guilty of, which is a ridiculous thing, like false advertisement. Like, right, that's what it, That's what he was on trial for, was false and advertisement. He brought in 20 people that he cured. Like, they told him like, to bring, I think it was five people he had to bring, and he brought 20. Right. And proved that, which is what Nipsey was working on, proving that your health can be changed through diet. So he was working on a documentary. The reason they speculated this was because when Left Eye was filming her video, magically she ended up dead and nobody else. Yeah, for Dr. CB. Yeah, she was doing Visiting the documentary. Visiting Dr. Um, Yeah. And I, I think it's CB. Is it CB or Sabi? Um, I've always heard it as Sabi. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. So I've... But um, I do have Dr. CB Sabi's tea for high blood pressure. I need to start taking it, but I did purchase it. I do own it. Um, well, I do the alkaline diet when I'm supposed to. <laughs> um, when I have eaten in the manner that he has prescribed, however you want to call it, I don't get sick. No colds, no allergies, no flu, no nothing. <clears throat> no fevers, nothing. CB. You pronounce the E. Thank you. Okay. So, Dr. CB. Um... So we, we had that that angle where, and I don't want to say conspiracy theorists because I don't want to disrespect them, but we'll, we'll, I don't know how else to categorize them. I mean, so yeah. we'll say conspiracy theorists, but I don't mean it in a disrespectful it's, way. It's odd and a horrible coincidence because Michael Jackson men mentioned him, he's dead. Left Eye went to visit him, she's dead. Nipsey said, if I end up dead from doing this documentary, right. dead. So, you can kind of understand where the thought comes from. Because if you think about it, 
There were three other people in the car with left eye, and they've yet to talk about what happened that day. We know that left eye, I mean, I don't want to go too much into this, but she said she felt like the ghost of a little boy that, that was sick was haunting her, and she felt like the, the little boy was showing up in different places. And the thinking was that the documentary showed them driving down the street mm -hmm. and her going, oh shit, like, oh no. And then everybody's screaming and then it ended. And, that's and the that end is of the when they died. They, like, the cameraman was in the car with them when they died. Um, and I ain't gonna lie, that death fucked me up. Yeah, that, because I, I was able to watch when she died. But I, mm -hmm. I cried for weeks yeah. on end because yeah. left eye was, was always my favorite. Yeah, like the way you feel about it. Nipsey, that's how I felt about she left was, eye. She was Ashanti before Ashanti. When, whenever, whenever my favorites die, should I stop liking people? When, nah. when we had nah. like school talent shows and we would go as TLC, I was always left eye. I had the high ponytail, the claw bang, the whole nine. Like I was left eye. That was I was the only one in the crew that could get the whole rap out. Like <laughs> left eye, left eye was my girl. When she set Andre Risen's house on fire, I was like, "You do you, boo! Set his shit on fire!" Really? Like I was really? hyped up, like really? burn that bitch down. <laughs> So I cried. Really? I cried. All right, so we need to move on from left eye. Yeah, yeah, because get too excited. But bringing it back in, we can bring it back. I understood where they came from. Yeah. It was very odd that all of this happened. He said, if I die, and then he died. So it's like, eh. Yeah, are, they, and, and, are they conspiracy theorists? Or well, do they... He Let's said just it. say that they're looking for answers right now. Everybody's yeah, yeah. looking yeah, for answers yeah. right now. And I think that's a better way of putting it. Because okay, and the third reason, the third way, we'll circle back, but I'm going to get all three ways up, was that um, the guy was a local rapper mm -hmm. that wanted a record deal, went to Nipsey, rap for him, trying to get a deal. Nipsey didn't sign him on the spot, and he just, for some reason, came back shooting. Um... So those are the three theories. Those are the three thoughts that happened. The last one is what Nipsey's brother said. He was not there on on site, but he said, "Dude came up right for my brother, left, came back and killed him." That's what I know. But that and that's his brother who showed up on the site later. Performed was the one that actually performed CPR. The one that actually that, had the problem yeah. moved back. He was on a former ambulance. This is Black Sam. Uh, prolific figure in Nipsey's life, his big bro. That's like you for me. So you have that, but then you have alleged homies from Nipsey's hood. And I say alleged homies from Nipsey's hood because I don't know who the fuck these people are. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're credible. They're saying dude was a snitch, dude was crazy, and dude just, you know, Nipsey told him to get off the block and he came back kill and killed Nipsey. That seems more so realistic. I, it does, but I, but. Why is Nipsey's brother, who I'm going to give the most deference to? If I you understand. ask me who I'm going to listen to out of all of that's these real. people, that's I'm going to listen to Black Sam. Yeah, that's yeah. Black Sam said it was a nigga who wanted a record deal. But maybe and it was like, a combination damn. of the both. Maybe it was because Man. he didn't give him a deal because he is a snitch. Maybe those two stories okay. intertwine with okay. each other, which would make sense why he wouldn't sign them. And, and, and you that's cause our, problems, that's, you that's cause our issues. Work. 
Right. You yeah. cause problems, you cause issues. So, no, I'm not about to sign you. You hanging out with the crew, but you always causing drama. No, I'm not giving you a leg up. That would make perfect sense. Yeah. So, but my thing is, you've been rolling with the crew for this whole entire time. Like, they legit have been kicking it with each other for the longest. Why would you all of a sudden now decide to do it? And, and then, why couldn't you go make your own shit the same way Nipsey did? Why do you have to have him put you on? If somebody tells you no, that means you go try five other doors. It's always and, like that. And the LA Times had mentioned that um, he disappeared for a while and then came back to the hood, which speaks to two things. He could have been a snitch working for the government or... No, I just think he um, was a snitch, period. Yeah, he could have been a snitch alone. Just a snitch that... That was doing a snitch shit or a snitch that worked for the government. You know so what I'm saying? Because if you're a snitch, so you Marcus away, Green you, said you're technically, go ahead. The, the, that boy wasn't hanging with Nip on the regular. Uh, Marcus, there are several pictures that are currently circulating, old pictures of Nipsey with the dude. Now, the people so, are saying those pictures are real. So they're photoshopped? They're, they're, they're saying that dude in the picture is not the dude that killed Nipsey. I don't know what's true. So don't give me the same. Now I did. Now I did see that too. That too. So right, the haircut yeah, okay, situation okay, like it's about, really odd. That. Explain that. So there's a picture of the dude in the car. He gets arrested. His hair is about that long, and then he he goes to court, and his hair yes. is like yes. a two yes. week yes. no yes. cut. Yes. Yeah. So did we have two people get arrested? And they were just arresting somebody, and that just happens to be the picture that leaked. Like, uh, I, I would have to. There's a video of him being arrested, allegedly. I would have to go back to that video and look at the hairstyle and the outfit, compare that to the guy in the car who's, you know. Cause, but you can't compare uh, the uh, outfit well, of the well, person well, in the courtroom, which is right, what they're facts, looking but, at. But we don't need to. Well, I, I'm saying we, we, we can do a more intelligent observation than what the internet is doing, is what I'm saying. Because Eric Holder, who's a gentleman who's been accused of killing uh, Nipsey Hussle, um, Nipsey Hussle is great. Um, there's allegedly a video of him being arrested. There is allegedly a picture of him in the police car for that particular arrest. And there is allegedly a picture of him in the courtroom next to Chris Darden, which we'll get into in a second. And those are three different pictures, three different images. What I want to know is the one, the video from the car saying that this is the guy we're arresting, what was his hair like in his outfit compared to the picture people are saying, well, this is his arrest picture. Do you see what I'm saying? Because he was arrested several times in his life. So they could be showing a picture from a 2018 arrest and a video from the 2019 Which arrest. Which makes perfect sense. So I'm gonna, I, I need to do my own due diligence I think so. before I speak on that. And then the courtroom... I believe that to be current because Chris Darden is in that picture. But yeah. I don't know for a fact that the guy he's sitting next to is the person that killed Nipsey, Eric Holder, because that person is behind a wall. You can barely see their face. Well, I saw so, a picture of them all standing in. Commonality in the name, though. Eric Holder. Eric Holder. Oh, shit. Former Attorney General. Yeah. I didn't know why, but I was like, this name sounds familiar. Name sounds familiar. It kept it jumping out at me, too. There's also a video wow. that's supposed to be of Eric Holder, or not video, there's pictures 
of all of them hanging out together in front of a building at a restaurant. I saw the picture. It's if several saying, different it's not, pictures. It's not him. But I'll say this. If it is him, then the story that dude was part of their hood and saw the snitching and they banished him is has more validity. But what Black Sam said was it was just a fan that wanted a record deal. And I don't know why he would say that um, if it wasn't true. And I, and, but, but I will also say everybody knew who shot Nipsey from day one. From that night, they were saying it's him, it's him, it's him. Let me ask the whole you, though, hood knows. as a rapper. So that makes me, go ahead. You used to rap. How many times did you have somebody around you that I was, was, just about that to was say part that. of the crew? I was crew, just about to say but that. But he wasn't your people. Yeah, it wasn't really How many folks. times have you gone out? Like, you know you going out someplace and you call up such and such like, yo, I'm going to perform today. Come meet me at the spot. Well, I mean, let's keep Well, here's the question. So my answer to that is a lot. Often oh, yeah. and so do you and see they how brought niggas who didn't really know me and they brought niggas to keep it a buck. They brought niggas around me that slick wanted to kill me, that hated me. Oh. So I've been in that. So do you understand what I'm saying? How that is like, very possible. My man brought this nigga who I've had a you birthday know party. I don't rock with. I had a whole birthday party. Show. I'm not a rapper. I had a whole birthday party and a girl that didn't like me was there. She couldn't stand my ass. Hated me. Told yeah. everybody around but me. I don't like her. But she showed up to my party. I was just so, about to say how many how many times a motherfucker gonna try and get into a picture drop just because he's just there. Just to say I'm with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 just because he's there. He might. You know, yeah, Gilman does it all the time. Whenever I take a picture, he be like, oh, let me get it. I'm like, it's a, it's a selfie. We could be an ussy. I'm like, no, Gilman. Really? We don't do ussies. Really? So, so you see what I'm saying? Like, I get what his brother was saying, but his brother could just be like, like, it, it's still a bunch of hoopla going on right now. Nobody has had time to sufficiently mourn. There's no way that somebody you're that close to you can mourn in a week. My dad died in September, and I'm still not over it. So, my, my mother died in 1988. So you, I am still not over it. Right. Yeah. So there's no way to effectively get a good... Not saying his I'm brother good. is crazy or mentally unstable, but right now I could say his brother is mentally unstable. Just, well, just his give it some time. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Right. Need to give it. Need to give it a little time. Let people settle down and get Simmer their thoughts down. together, and then you can kind of come to an idea of where we are with the investigation and what's going on. Hey, we had any comments you want to read there? Any, um, any they said there's a video of him going to court. You never see his face. And somebody said all these theories are just sullying his name and, and legacy. I I don't think that is sullying his name and legacy because he's dead and his legacy can't be tarnished by somebody saying, well, he got killed because of. We yeah. don't know. I mean. I think it sullies his message. His um, message. And what, what offended me and. Is this the appropriate time to yeah, be there? Yeah, let's segue. Yeah. So what offended me was not that people thought he was killed because of Dr. CB, or not that they thought he was killed because it was a neighborhood guy who was a snitch, or not that they thought he was killed because of a fan, was because they were focusing all their energy on those three things. And then the other people who thought that, you know, whatever you thought, everybody had to be right. And that's when I really realized how ugly social media was. It's bad. The people who were like, he was killed because of Dr. CB, you're a dumbass bitch if you don't believe it. I'm like, what the, why are you being ugly? Right. People say, no, you stupid motherfucker. He was killed because it was niggas in his crew. 
I'm like, why are you being so ugly? And I found myself in the middle, like, why y'all being so ugly? Stupid ass bitches. And I was like, oh shit, I'm I'm as bad as y'all. Well, I'm turning into y'all. You're kind of <laughs> as bad as them, but not really. Like, I give you permission to call somebody that's being an idiot an idiot during that time frame. Just because I don't agree with JB or you about how Nipsey died doesn't make either of us stupid. Now, there me telling him, you're stupid for not believing what I believe. Who you call it stupid? That makes me stupid. Facts. So, Facts. And that's what offended me because Nipsey's message was love. And I'm not going to romanticize Nipsey like he was a fucking angel. He was a rolling 60s crip. But he changed his life around. And he did an entire lot for his community. He changed the perception of his community. And when the police chief of L.A. gets on TV and says, I was heartbroken it was Nipsey because we had a meeting tomorrow. We were working together to stop the violence. This ain't, you know, gangbang rapper that worried about him and his money and his bitches. This is a nigga that was giving back. We talked about the STEM program, which is science, technology, engineering, math. And, and math. We talked about Jamie, that. you know that off the, off the heart, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Science, so, technology. So we, we, this wasn't just a gang banger. This wasn't just a gang member. And this I don't care legit, if, a if, murder. If, and, and if you look at his CB documentary, you could call him a leader. You could call him a savior. You could call him, you know, a conscious black man, a king. But you, you know can call what him I all think that. And when you, when all you want to do is argue with each other about how we die, so you can be right. Because I, I told some people, you are inserting your ego in this because you want to be the one that's right. No, he died because Doctor C. No, he died because it was gang related. No, he died. He died because somebody was an asshat and killed somebody that the community needed. That's what he died for. Facts. Period. And, and, and why? Why is that what you're arguing? Yeah, yeah. Most most importantly, and that's the biggest thing that I struggle with on Facebook in general. There used to be a time, uh, uh, it was a, a long time ago, where you would go on Facebook and have intellectual conversations, intellectual debates. That time is no longer here right mm -hmm. now. Anytime you have a disagreeing opinion or anything, it's it's backbiting is fuck you this and you a bitch because you thought that and i just ain't got time for that in my life right now um the the problem is ask yourself people on facebook when you make those kind of incendiary comments would you say that in that person's face if y'all were sitting at a kickback like we are right now would you come out your face like that over a disagreeing opinion now if you say yes you're a goddamn liar and even more of a bitch for trying to act like you're more than what you are. Because the answer is that you wouldn't. So why are we doing this on Facebook? You know what I'm saying? Why are we, why are we being rude to each other? Well, well, we, well, we, well, Part we, of we, it we is because why. people are not taught to accept others' differences. That's part of it. If you're Christian, you can only be Christian. You can't be this and you can't be anything else. If you're Catholic... Yes, that's Christian, but you can't be anything else, but you got to be this. If you're Muslim, you can't be this because we accept each other's differences. I was raised as a military child in a Catholic family. Do you know how confusing that is? <laughs> you go to church and the church you go to is one building for seven different religions. Why is it that way? Because there's no other building on the military installation for everybody to have a home. So what are we taught? 
you're right in what you believe, you're right in what I believe, I'm right in what I believe, and don't eat the Protestant cookies. Legit, that's what we were taught. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I don't understand why Dr. CB, he was teaching this, people are following his diet, people are coming up, whatever their documentation is. If the doctor said they don't have diabetes anymore and this person doesn't have diabetes anymore, why does that make Dr. CB a kook? Why does that make JB an idiot for listening to what Dr. CB says? Why does that make us stupid for picking up another a book or saying we don't believe that that could happen? You can't change your diet. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because people want to be right. They give a fuck more about being right and... And and and, and 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 peacocking, yep. then they care about what really happened to Nipsey, and that's what pissed me off. Was like I don't believe all these people who talk all that bullshit care because if you really care Thank about you Nipsey, you're going to move with well love. Well that's said. what I kept telling them. Like well you said. move with love, you don't move with well. I'm right, and my opinion is this, and you don't agree with me, you wrong, and you fuck you. Well, y'all, you don't agree with me, you wrong, fuck you. Because what I noticed is everybody don't love Nipsey. But everybody wants to be in the Nipsey conversation because it's the biggest conversation of the week. There's a so girl they, that they, legit they, was like, fuck y'all for being upset that he's dead. Yeah, they want to be in a Nipsey conversation. And, I, and I, I've seen people um, that don't love Nipsey. There's no other way for them to contribute. They can't tell you 10 songs he loves. They can't tell you the video they love. They can't tell you the interview they love. All that. The only way they can participate is... He died because of Dr. CB. Or he died because it was gang related and they, they stupid for thinking it was Dr. CB. And that's all they can do. They have nothing else to contribute to the conversation. And then you have the these arrogant fucks who think because they uh they listen to Nipsey first, they special. And now and, and, and shaming the new listeners. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you guys respond to this, but I'll say this. There is a very good chance. There's a 9 out of 10 chance. You, you do not know anybody that listened to Nipsey before me. There's a very good chance of that. I'm not shaming new listeners. You know what I'm doing? I'm giving them more songs to listen to. I'm recommending more interviews to, to watch. How, because how my, my goal is to spread. Well, what is his official studio one album? album. So unless you listen to him as an underground artist, you don't know him. That's for anybody that's running around here saying, oh, I'm a Nipsey fan. Do you have his underground stuff? Now, my, my rebuttal to that is you can be a new fan. like New fan? I didn't say that, new fine. fan. Right. But I'm not... My, my thing is, I'm not interested in shaming people that found out about Nipsey yesterday. I'm not yeah. shaming anybody. What I'm saying You're not. is... I'm talking about people What I am legitimately saying, if you are a big crit, if you are a Kendrick Lamar, if you are a Nipsey Hustle fan, unless you followed them before the radio started popping them to where you knew they were popular via radio, you cannot run around here screaming, I'm a Nipsey Hustle fan because I just bought his new album. Because you weren't with him from the beginning. You can be a fan, period, across the board. I'm not saying you cannot be a fan. What I'm saying is fans are typically people that are there from the very beginning of somebody. There are new fans. There are, there are levels to being a fan. I just became a fan of Nipsey's music. Not because 
oh, well, you know. Da, da, da. No, I didn't know who he was. Flat out. I had no clue. I read more stuff about his community work than I did his music. And that's and, just and, the and, fact but, of but, it. But being a fan of Nipsey, because of this is why he's such a prolific figure, doesn't mean being a fan of his music. It can mean being a fan of Vector 90. Yeah. It can mean being a fan of the, a fan of the Marathon Clothing Line. And my issue is when people want to shame others for getting to Nipsey late. Like, I, I, I know I'm... I'm I know late. I got... But you shouldn't be shamed for that. Does it fucking matter that you're late? No. It matters that you're no. here. That's my point. Like, I went to the Nipsey Vigil with three ladies who were... Only, only knew about Nipsey because I told them about Nipsey. They've known about Nipsey, you know. They knew about him for a couple of years, maybe, but they didn't really know his music until last year when I hit them to the music. Yeah, visitor. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Appreciate you. Um, they only knew about it because. See, some Randy Thomas what? said that he was never a fan. He just heard about his that? work. So that's how I am. I heard about all the stuff Nipsey was doing. I heard. Uh, so let me cuss these people out first. Okay. I'm not done cussing people out. Cussing out with love. With love. What, 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 Jamie, can you, can you handle that? Um, so with love, it doesn't matter if somebody's a new Nipsey fan or an old Nipsey fan because everybody's a new Nipsey fan to me. Everybody is. So what position, how am I spreading Nipsey's message? How does the marathon continue if I shame a nigga like, y'all, Nipsey fans been fans for one year, you don't know. What the fuck do it matter? If you got love for Nipsey, you got love for the movement or the music or the clothing line, what the fuck do it matter? Y'all get caught up in bullshit trying to stick your chest out and be special. If the only way you can be special is to say, I like Nipsey for 10 years, you like them for one, then you ain't special, nigga. You stupid. So You ain't, I'm not done, JB. You not special. Period. I'm so sick of that bullshit. No, no. So I'm, they, I'm, I'm they, not done to Wait, do they get the honorary shut up stupid award? I think they Absolutely. Do. Absolutely. <laughs> them and Kodak Black, but we'll get to him later. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. matter of fact, let's go there now. Yeah. Um, Kodak Black. And a few others on the internet, which is why I say that Facebook and social media had become so ugly to me that I can't even be on it like that no more. I'm on it to promote the show, but I can't be on that shit no more because I was really getting upset. And it's like what I'm looking at, I saw um, a dude I know, and, and I'm, I'm a blast to that because he ain't my friend, fuck that bitch ass nigga. And if you watching, fuck you bitch, and straight like that. Um, Hit me up me when Nipsey died. <laughs> um, FaceTime me. And when he hit me, I was sitting there. Um, when he FaceTime me, I was crying. So when I answered the phone, I had tears running down my eyes. And he was like, I hit you because I know that's your man. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know Nipsey that, that, was an actor. Yeah, Nipsey did play in a couple movies. I, I wouldn't call him necessarily an actor. But he did play in a couple movies. Um, and he was like, yo, I knew you was going to be fucked up, so I wanted to hit you. And I was like, yeah. And we talked. And he told me how he had basically got dumped by a girl he was dating because he was being insensitive to her. She thought that it was it was 100% Dr. C. That's why Nancy was killed. 
and he he wanted to interject. Well, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. We're learning this, and I, and she got mad at him for doing that. And I was like, dog, but somebody hurting and grieving in the moment. And no matter what you may think about their theory, and that ain't the time to be like, no, you're wrong, and I'm right, and you're wrong, and like like that's not love. You're just being an egomaniac trying to be fucking right. That ain't love, and that's why she's upset with you. That's why she ain't talking to you. That's why you done fucking lost your girl for no more. Fucking Nipsey Hussle, a rapper you ain't never met. Oh, that is, that's ignorant as hell. There's so, no way I'm losing somebody that I feel is supposed to be in my life over somebody I don't know. Well, I, I, I'll put it to you this way. Tragedy reveals character. And if in your character, you're dating Kodak Black. And he'd be like, man, now Nipsey did. I would love to date Law in London. You'd be like, okay, we're together, so you're not really going to do it. But you're just fucking crass. Now that is well, different. Well, 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 what Kodak I, Black well, 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 did was disrespectful. I, 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 don't, I don't see it as different because what he did was disrespectful. He's shitting on that girl. Shitting. He went on Facebook talking about Nipsey deserved to get killed because he was in a gang and they're tired of everybody Nobody talking. Nobody deserves no, to be murdered. I agree, but this is what this fuck nigga said. I'm telling you what he said. And um, so I told, I told him that he was going to lose that girl if he didn't stop attacking Nipsey. She was hurt. He needs to he chill. He doesn't know how she, he fits in her life. Like this. Music. Tattooed on me. Why? Because it helps me get through shit. It always has. My whole entire life. So somebody coming at me about music and telling me, nah, fuck this, fuck that. We gonna have an issue. Exactly. You know the crazy part is I told him that. I said just chill. Let people mourn how they mourn. Right. In a week or two, if you want to discuss facts, it's fine. But right now, obviously, she's hurting. Leave her the fuck alone. That's and, it. you know, leave her alone. And technically, and there's no right or wrong way to mourn. Like if you about to go kidnap people and like lock them into a building, that's the wrong way to mourn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you if you fallen out in the middle of the floor, like you need to be left alone for two, three weeks so that you can get over whatever mental issue it has caused you, because that's what it is at the end of the day. It's mental health. Leave that person the fuck alone. Jibby. Let them mourn. Let them handle what they need to handle. Don't lose your damn girlfriend over somebody dying. Don't do it. Right. And Why don't, would and you don't, do that? And don't lose other friendships. Because going because after that conversation, I explained to him, like, just chill. Relax. He came on Facebook trying to tell everybody why Nipsey Hussle deserved to die and why Nipsey Hussle wasn't shit to begin with. And I'm just like, dog. So we you, just had this conversation. So he's judging him based off his past. And now his present works. <clears throat> well, what he, he did it. He did it. Kodak Black thing. I mean, rest in peace to him. No, he died. It's fucked up. But we all know he was doing that bullshit. He smacked the guy BT. He was a crip. We, we, and I'm tired of seeing y'all mourning over this the nigga. Thing, and I'm like, dog, why so, you? Why? Hold on, Jordan. Why are you responding that way? So, why are you being so fucking ugly about Nipsey's death? When you know how it has affected so many people. And I was like, you a bitch. Like, like same nigga that said Michael Brown deserved to die. This is same legit. nigga that said vote he for Donald Trump that. over Hillary because Hillary was worse than Donald Trump. Same niggas that want to be contrarian and different and I'm just being real. You just being a fuck nigga. There, there's a difference between being real and spitting facts than, and being an asshole. 
There's a huge difference. I agree. You can spit a fact. Fact, yes, Nipsey used to do this. Nipsey used to do that. But that does not mean legitimately anybody deserves to die. Nobody deserves to be shot and murdered. Nobody deserves to be murdered, period. Nobody deserves to be raped. Nobody deserves to be dragged out of their home. Nobody deserves bad things to happen to them. Bottom line is, you know, people seem to lose sight of the fact that everybody's got a past. And everybody's past ain't ain't roses. Now, the only... you know, whoever this dude that you're talking about, I can guarantee you that he's done some things in his past. Correct. Mm -hmm. Could possibly have gotten him in a situation. So who the hell... Are you to judge someone because they were a crip or they were gang affiliated or if they did something really horrible, if they're pointed, they're changing their life to Hey, what up? It's New the Mayor, a.k.a. The Righteous Ratchet from Kickback TV Podcast. And um, we record our podcast for Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. We use the phone. Um, it has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so that it sounds great. They'll distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. We just got our first check. You hear me? So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uno, I'm out. These fuck niggas. No, no. Oh, Marcus or, Green said some, far, King, some folks do deserve to die. The only person that I can say as of right now that deserved to die was a damn dude hunting a damn rhinoceros in Africa. He deserved <laughs> to get stomped on and eaten by the lions. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, nobody yeah. deserves to be murdered, period. I don't, and, and, I don't care what they're doing. There's always an alternate method. Now, if you break into my house and I shoot you and you die, you it coming. You, you, did you deserve to die? No, you, but you made a bad decision to put yourself in a situation where the punishment you. Thank 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 you. Chilling with your kid. You don't deserve to get shot while taking a picture with a three-year-old. You don't deserve that. And I don't care what you've done in your life. Because if you are trying to make for positive change, that you don't deserve that. Flat out, period, point blank, end of discussion. You don't like me, unfriend me. You don't have to listen to me. It's okay. We can all yeah. go about our business. And Nipsey but- was there giving clothes to one of his homies that just got out of prison. And that's why he wasn't with his bodyguard. That's why he wasn't with you know the crew. Because one, that's his neighborhood. And that's he his felt block. comfortable there. It's legit his it's block. It's like, like he me being it. uptown. He might have been in his house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, you move a little co- more, more comfortably, more comfortably there. Guard is down. down a little bit there. And he was there helping someone. Which is like, why like I the said the story point. of him being the homeboy and cool to the crew made sense. Because, because if you watch the video and... I wish I hadn't watched it. I'm telling you, social media trauma. I didn't media, watch trauma, it. I can't watch it. I can't believe that they would even post some shit like that. Post somebody. Facebook. Because it desensitizes us to it. He's, but, they're but, not but monitoring enough because Facebook has let too many things happen. Oops, I accidentally. I yeah, I if I load your music and I don't I say, say. You got kicked off Facebook for posting some inappropriate pictures. Yeah, for but posting if, some naked women. But if I post news music and don't say, I don't own the rights to this music, I'll get put off. 
But somebody can run through Facebook and shoot 12 people and it doesn't get cut off in time. We talked about that a couple weeks ago with that video. Yeah. So, you, you, can't, you can't sit here and say, I mean, I, I think we would be deluding ourselves if we thought that that was unintentional. I think that a lot of these incendiary posts are being, are allowed to let fly. That way, even I think they're, they're done on purpose. Yeah, it's the trauma machine. Yeah, and it's desensitization. Well, also, also, Facebook is a media outlet, and media outlets love controversy. They love, but even the regular news shit. isn't going to show somebody getting raped. They don't get. They're not going to get away with it. If they could, they would. Trust me. Facebook, Facebook, let the girl at Opera get raped and continuously played. They didn't put a pause. They didn't block it. Facebook has left two mass shootings go on Facebook. Like, at some point in time, you got in trouble for letting Russia hack into Facebook and, and stealing people's shit. Why can't you have somebody that's monitoring death? They do. They do. Why can't you have the, the guy that it, got shot a, by the police in the head? Why can't you stop that video from being shared? Why can't you because block the, it? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plan. It's the, yeah, it's the trauma and it's the desensitization of well the black community. Yeah, they I want agree. What I'm feeling is trauma. Other people are like, yeah, I'm kidding. No, that's my dad. I see it. I watch it all the time. Um, but those are the two things you get from that. And with me, it started fucking with me. Like, I'm on Facebook arguing like a fucking madman because I'm upset at how people are responding because they've been desensitized to death. I just unfriend people like that. I, I do, don't want to be do, friends with I, them. I had started arguing, and that is the issue with Kodak Black. He is desensitized to death. He is desensitized to what's going on, and he doesn't understand that him saying that he wants to date Lauren London or he wants to be with her, horribly give, give, her give her a year to mourn, or he's going to be the man for her. Because he's desensitized to the shit. He had no fucking clue. Well, either he had no clue what he was doing was wrong, or he had no clue that what he was doing was going to be... I think it's a combination of both. Uh, offensive. <laughs> like, it, it is wrong and offensive. Even if it isn't offensive, it's still wrong. And you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't wrong, it was still offensive. It was no way to win in that situation. For those that don't know... He did an uh, Instagram live, Kodak Black, saying that, you know, how great Lauren London was, and now she she a whole widow, so he gonna shoot his bed, he gonna give her a year to mourn, and then he going after her because she a bad bitch. And, and his boy was like, too soon, dog. And he was like, I ain't trying to get her today. I'm just saying, I'm gonna give her a year, then I'm gonna get her, she gonna see me changing, she gonna see the good things I do, and she gonna wanna be with me. And I'm like, you fucking clown-ass nigga. Like, one... She would never want to be with a fuck nigga like you. He's got two, man boobs. Like, why are you saying things like this two, three days after Nipsey Hussle's been murdered? The fact His that body you, ain't in the fucking ground yet. The fact that you said, I'm going to give her a year to mourn, and you did it on Facebook Live after three days of him being gone. You didn't say it in the privacy of your home. You did it on Facebook Live. And, and did you really think it was going to work? Like you really think a year from now, Lauren, she's gonna be like, hey, Lauren London, really of all people. Hey, a year's let, gone by. Let's go to the gym. Come on, great. Kodak come Black. On, let me holla at you and your man boobs and your horrible hair. No. Right. And it goes to like the nigga I'm talking about on Facebook and niggas like Kodak Black. They're one and the same. They fucking lost. Well, see, I have a I have a theory about this, and this is what makes 
this whole social media asininery thing even more frustrating to me. I think the people who do this fuck shit, I think the people who do this Bama shit on the air and on social media, I think they are doing it on purpose. I think they are intentionally being asinine. But I the, think that I think it is intentional fuckery because somehow they think that getting responses where people are like, "Oh my God, you fucking asshole!" I think they really think that's good. But if I it's really gonna affect your check, true. that's yeah. the kind of thing that you have to think about. So me, I'm about my money. I'm about my dollars. He never Don't it. fuck my money up. You fuck my money up, and we have a whole other issue. Didn't, didn't I am a family mind. woman. I want to have my family. I want my kids to be good. Yada, yada, yada. But you fuck my money up and we have a whole other issue. Because my kids are affected by that. People don't and understand. If you, even yeah. if you don't have kids, that should always be your thought process. Is this going to fuck up the way that I eat? Yeah. If it's going to mess up how you eating, don't say it. Here, well, here, fuck here. niggas been getting away with it. So it hasn't been fucking up the way they've been eating until now. And now LA radio station is, is banned. Go to Black's music. Several clubs have banned his music. People people from Atlantic Records are like, you're risking your partnership with this record label. Other rappers, T.I., Snoop, uh, B.G. Knockout. Wayne. uh, Her other baby father came out and said. What did Wayne say? Wayne told him, keep my baby mama name out your mouth. Or I'm going to have it handled. And and you know Wayne and Kodak Black got an issue. They've had an issue for a minute. It and doesn't I, matter if they had an issue or not. I I'm would just, expect, I'm just saying. Like, I would expect my child's father that if I had any kind of issue, if I roll off and get married to somebody else or have a relationship with somebody else that everybody knows. Now, fuck that. No, I keep, expect keep, my child's father to have my back because yeah, I absolutely. got his kids. Absolutely. No, you no, you keep my my baby's mother's name out your motherfucking... Don't say especially shit about me. That... That's one of the things that really made me angry about this whole thing is like just the level of disrespect to this female, like this woman while she's grieving right now. Like, what the fuck are we doing right now? You know, this is some corny ass five heartbeats, (laughs) big red type of shit, you know, where he walks up in the middle of the funeral like, oh, Eleanor, you shouldn't be alone. Like, you look like that type of trifling ass fuck ass nigga and you sound like that when you do this kind of shit and I think that these niggas are out here doing it on purpose I think that in they their, their fucking they crap fuck idiot, idiot ass stupid ass non real men type of brain you're thinking that people saying oh shit I can't believe you said that is a good thing when it isn't when you're saying this type of fuck nigga shit like this isn't good contract Controversy, go that. Like it's this isn't that's this not isn't good, a good controversy. Look. Good controversy is rolling up and talking about I'm I'm a nerd, but I I do gangster shit. I'm 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 hacking the FBI. That's controversy. Hollering at a woman who just lost the love of her life is not controversial. How about this? Hollering at a yeah. dude that lost the love of his life is not controversial. It is fucking stupid, and I feel like sensitive. The same way that tacky. the lady that spit at the black person got her ass fired from her job, fucking fired. Yeah, her. I, 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 and I want to read. I want to read this because, and, and, and shout out to the game for addressing it too. But um, Marcus, who I got into an argument, um, Marcus Green, um, I got in an argument with uh, a few minutes ago before we started the show. 
not an argument, but a debate. So Marcus said he, he didn't said, holler at her. That's what I'm getting into. He says the video was never supposed to be seen outside of 24 hours, but saved from behind stalkers to record anything for their viewers. You're missing the fucking point. The point is, the it point was is, you should have never said it. That's yeah, the fucking point. It never is not, said it it's out not, loud. Hold on, hold on. We can't all talk. It's not class. It's not sophistication. It's not tact. It's not kingly. It's not godly. You don't speak about what in the fuck a nigga's because girl he didn't, or wife. Hold on, wait, wait. Two, Be, three days after because he, died. he didn't slide in her, to her DMs does not mean he didn't holler at her. The fact that you would say he didn't holler at her makes you part of the problem. Because if you raise children to think that that shit is okay, if somebody else rolls up on him and shoots him, then you're going to say, oh my God, why did they shoot him? He didn't do anything. No, he popped off at the mouth. That's what he did. It's and not okay. It's not okay. It is inexcusable. It is nothing all right. It's not him saying, oh yeah, she fine. And she deserved to have that set. She didn't deserve any of that. He should have kept his fucking mouth shut. Period. Yeah. So to say that he didn't holler at her, that's the issue that I've been having with the males that keep saying, oh, what he said wasn't disrespectful. No, it's fucking disrespectful. If you come at me that way, I'm going to have your ass. I'm going to screenshot your shit. And I'm going to repost it so everybody can see how rude and disrespectful you are because it is disrespectful. You don't it's come ridiculous. at somebody grieving that way. It's ridiculous to even say. Now, I'll put it this way. I will say this. Everybody know how much I love Ashanti. Um, let's say Ashanti. Know. This. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm trying to bring you know, full circle. Let's say Ashanti married Nelly. And Nelly unfortunately passed away, God, God forbid. And, you know, we in the house. I would be like, you know, it's how he's single. But really, like I said, I probably wouldn't even say that the first week or two because it's just tacky. But at some point, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I know how much I love Ashanti. She's single, but I'm never gonna get on a fucking internet and say it. I'm not gonna get in front of the world and say it. And and I'm not a super celebrity. So for Cody Black to do it, he's a super celebrity. He's out there. Everybody knows him, and he's saying it. So he has peers. You know, he, he said he met Nipsey once. It's just like, it's too much. It's too much fuck so, shit. Marcus said, just like I asked New, if you ever spoke on your admiration for another... Ooh, my earring done fell out. For oh, another... Uh, wow. I need that earring. Yeah. Admiration for another yeah. man's woman, dead or alive, you can't speak on Kodak. Well, I, well, I'll put it to you, and I'll say it to you this way. I've never done what he did. I've never said, JB has a very nice girlfriend. I want to date her. I think that's, that's speaking on admiration for a woman is not the same thing as speaking on wanting to be with a woman. So get that bullshit out of here. Yeah, Two yeah. totally I, fucking I, different things. Didn't I talk about this last true. week and I said to y'all that I was kicking it with my dude and his people. We were out one day. Now this is my ex. Now. We were out and about in Atlanta and somebody walked up to me and was like, yeah, you fine as hell. I see why you do with you. Excuse me. I don't take that shit as a fucking compliment. I think that's disrespectful as fuck. I do too. I don't, I don't do move not that approach way. a lady a real in man. that manner. I don't, I don't move that way. If, if, if it's a JB or F or J has a, a great woman on his side, I'm going to say, nigga, you got a good one. That's oh, exactly nigga, what I was going to say. Got a good one. I, say, I ain't going to say, I'm talking I want to date her. I'm I want to do this. I want to do that. You don't say, if JB ever die, you know I'm up after his girl immediately. I'm up after his. 
No, you don't do that kind of stuff. The the, the worst comment you'll get is that a, is a what nude. Kodak. The did. worst you'll get is a new. Hey, you you got yourself a good one. You know you you, you did. You, all right you don't with that say one. I'm gonna give her a year to grieve. <laughs> no, and I'm, and, and, no, and I'm at that one. You no, don't do that no, kind no, of yeah, stuff. Like, like, that, it's that's in poor taste. And I think that, uh, and, and I don't understand how niggas are defending it. Um, and I, and I don't I'm not want to be a cool nigga, but I know he's a lot younger than me. And maybe that's that generation. Y'all on some bullshit. The generation that's okay. I I'm, I'm going to tell them as a don't lady, do that. You don't do that kind of shit. If you expect a woman to respect you, then you need to respect her. Give her time to grieve. You don't say shit like that in public. You allow Three, her four time days after the man dies. To you don't grieve. say shit like that. Well, you don't period. say it, period. That's I don't exactly. think you say it ever. I don't, you yeah. shouldn't. I agree. But what I am saying, if you did twist your little brain into the way to com- comprehend that shit you don't say it out loud for millions of people to hear you don't do that it was disrespectful i don't give a shit what y'all say it was rude and it was very very in oh. poor taste <laughs> i'm glad you said that Marcus said he said he would give her time to grieve i'm not even gonna respond to that fuck shit can y'all explain it to him why that Marcus, Does that make anything good? Okay, Marcus, let's do this. Your mama is Lauren London. Your daddy dies. Your neighbor comes up to you and says, I'm going to give your mama a year to grieve before I try to fuck your mama. Boom. Okay. And we're we, we, we moving on from that because I'm, 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 I'm not debating this no more. It's wrong, and if you don't get it, you ain't enough, the same enough. cloth as me. Yeah. That, that's your fault. Yeah, so uh-huh. moving on, JB's high school um, beatbox part in the future <laughs> <laughs> came, out, came out and said, well, Young Scooter said, we need more leaders like Nipsey Hussle. Oh. And we lost Nipsey, we need more. Future said, yes, we do, we do need more leaders like us. The thing, you know, because I've done so much. I will humbly say I don't know all the future's done. I know what future's music is. About. I know, but I know I, he got into a Twitter battle with his baby mamas. I, I, I defended future against Sierra. This bullshit, future, you ain't done a fucking thing. I live in Atlanta. We live in Atlanta. You ain't did a fucking thing for Atlanta like what Nipsey did for LA. He's so never bought a corner. How the fuck is it a us? Niggas crazy as hell. He, Niggas he, love clout chasing and getting attention. I'm gonna say this, and they gonna they gonna respond to me. Future, did you start a STEM program? No. Are I'll you giving, say are, that. Did you open up businesses in the community where you hired hundreds of people? Now no. I do believe Future's record label has hired black people. Of course, I believe of that. course. Yeah. But outside of that, okay. So from somebody that's worked with people and worked with things with Future. The night that we had an event, that future was there, it was a fucking headache. <laughs> and that's all I will say. <laughs> I worked the door at a club, and when I say I ran around all fucking night to try to make the little bit of money that we ended up making, it was a goddamn headache. Uh oh. So, that being said, unless you are putting money in everybody's damn pockets and you are doing something that we don't know about that's been like secretly done and stuffed under a bridge somewhere off in in a hole in the wall that got flushed down a toilet into the sewer system, 
we don't know shit that you did future yeah I'm, i haven't seen or heard anything that that that's kind of interesting he's like yeah. we did all these great things we oh, really we, really we french so i believe so and everybody arguing and bickering about nipsey and not speaking with love you all get the 45 Shut up, stupid award. They deserve it. Shut up, stupid. That was probably the longest shut up, stupid award in the history, history of the show. It's okay. The it it, it the deserved to be it shut up, needed. stupid. It, it was, it was a three-time given award today. It was to the people supporting Kodak Black. Yep, yep, yep. To Future and to Kodak Black himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of vitriol to get out. There's obviously a lot of pain and angst. Righteous um, Reed said Future had 16 number one hits, got a bunch of money, and did nothing. He went to the strip clubs. Oh, well, I got, Mel gave us the exact quote. Yeah, we do need more like us. I've been teaching and preaching for a decade. Also, showing approval my hard work and dedication get you. Future, you are the same nigga who was afraid to tell people you were off of lean because you thought they wouldn't accept you. So you kept making songs influencing the kids to take lean and other drugs because you were afraid to admit that you were clean. I fucking respect that. Make a rap song about how you had to get clean, about how you had to get off the drugs. Now, that, would, that would make you like Nipsey. Right. That would put you in that category. Well, no, 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 a fucking song does not put you in nips, like, let's be clear, like, okay, you made it, you made a song, so, yeah, your, your one little redemption song, whatever, nigga, um, I, I don't know. Let, let, let's move on. Like, I, I, can we stop talking about fuck nigga shit? Yeah, <laughs> like, let, let, let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> I, I agree. Now, um, a question to end this segment before we get up out of here. Um, and I know this is kind of like a uh, question, but I want to know specifically, how will you carry on Nipsey's legacy? And I'm assuming you will. You Maybe you won't, but I'm making that assumption. In what ways can will you, or if not you, can you tell someone else to carry on Nipsey's legacy? Do some damn community service. Community, where you live, do something. Adopt a mile. That's free. Go be a mentor to some children. Buy something besides some damn shoes. Go buy some damn t-shirts. Not not even t-shirts. Go buy some button-ups and some ties from Goodwill. And teach little boys how to tie a tie. How about you do that? Collect some blankets. That's what my son's doing right now. He's collecting blankets for the homeless. And for battered women's shelters. Do, do some shit like that. Go go mentor a kid and teach them how to build a website from scratch so that they can get into this technology field. Give $50 to a kid. If you can't do 50, give five. Like donate to a nonprofit. It's so many things that y'all can do out here to be the Nipsey hustle. Like maybe we need to give the hustlers award every week. <laughs> we do the grind and shine award. I mean, we do grind and shine, but maybe we should do something like Nipsey, something in the community. Like, legit, find somebody in our community every week to give an award to. To, yeah. to recognize somebody that's doing a little bit more than just the average thing. Like, I don't know, anything. Talk to well, me. And, and for me, um, a, a part of Nip's legacy was his ability to share his knowledge and his experiences with 
other people, in particular young people. He wanted young people to get on the path that he was on in terms of financial stability, in terms of Literacy. understanding what their money, what their money is, and what their money does, and how to make their money move. You know, um, for me, he becomes not only. Uh, a cultural and a hip-hop icon, but now he becomes one of those historical figures that I use in my reference when I talk to young kids. You know, now he becomes one of those people where you say, well, you don't think a black man can do this, that, and the third. Look at what this cat did and look at how he did it and what it can do. I find myself in a situation where I have to talk to a lot of young people at times, mentor people, tell them how to move. And these are the perfect examples that we need in order to be able to have those messages really resonate with young people. You know what I'm saying? That's I how I tend to use his legacy. I agree. Um, I'm going to do it in a few different ways. I'm going to continue to, to uh, we're making a playlist. The Marathon Don playlist will be available on Apple Music. Um, Talk to him about the joint you already put out. You already yeah. put out a Nipsey Hustle playlist, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, it, well, I, I, I put it out for us. They, <laughs> they can't get it until <laughs> okay. the show ends. Okay, okay. Um, the Marathon Don is uh, 33 songs. Um, one song represents each year of his life. And these are my favorite 33 songs. Um, not necessarily his 33 biggest hits, mm -hmm. not necessarily his 33 best underground songs my personal favorite 33 songs that will be available the exact minute we are in the show um i want to preach this message of uh, social empowerment economic empowerment eating healthy um financial you'll see a, literacy. financial literacy you'll see a lot less clothes a lot less drinks on the show because of that um because nipsey the dr cb documentary was about how he cured aids but it was also about how he cured AIDS. And it's about mucus. eating right, you know, drinking right, being responsible. Nipsey represented the, the family. I'm bringing my niggas with me. Nobody left behind. All money in, no money out. Saving your fucking money, not blowing money. If y'all remember, um, for my rap fans, I did a song called What's Up Mo? And I said, um, all money in, no money out. I'm on my Nipsey hustle, roll my hustle down south. Um, and that's what that meant. I was they learning that. to. They said that. They said that. That was 2012. Facts. Yeah, Boom. it was. Seven it years was. Ago. It, it was. 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 Recorded in my I, studio. I mean, you done screenshot between I, I, I and screenshot and a half of, yeah, tweets between me and Nipsey in 2011. <laughs> so I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't want to. Um, no, but I mean, it, there is something to be said about having something to back up what you're saying because a lot of people may be listening and be like, "Oh, this nigga's probably shit," but if it's, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's, it's. Yeah, if anybody thought I was talking shit, <laughs> you can just Google or go to Twitter and search for Nipsey Hustle. And knew the mayor, and you'll see the back and forth in the conversation in 2010, 2011. Like, it's there. Um, if you doubt it, so, you'd be a fucking idiot to so doubt it. So, said, speaking from a position of authority in the subject matter, that's what I was talking about. Boom. Gilman, my man. So, yeah. So, speaking from that position, um, those are the things that I'm looking to do. And, and I think most importantly, I want to speak with love and empowerment. 
a lot of people make me mad on Facebook with this arguing and this ugliness. But I realize that I can't argue and get ugly with you. It's um, I, and I can't participate in the conversation with you. I need to lead the conversation. I need to say what it is, not debate with you about what it could be or what it should be. So going forward, I'm telling you what it is. And you can listen or you can tune out. But I'm not debating with you. I'm, I'll be 43 next fucking week. I'm not playing with my youngins. You're going to listen to me or you're not. Most importantly, you're going to hear you're going to hear the best and the most cogent opinions on this show, on this podcast. If you disagree with what we're saying on Facebook, then come come on the show. I mean, you know, we, we allow we allow comments. We 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 always accept feedback. Um, but let's be clear. It is going to be done in a respectful manner. It is going to be done in a mannerable manner. Because we don't tolerate that fuck shit. That is not how we speak to each other. And that is certainly not how we're going to speak to you. So if you got some fuck shit to say, then shut the fuck up. But, um, you know, debates are always welcome. Um, so. um, for our guests in the building, uh, gentlemen, billions, um, Nipsey, um, how are you walking away with that? What direction are you going in? Uh, assuming, you, you, I'm assuming, because I know y'all, Y'all want to continue the legacy. You want to continue the uh, empowerment of our youth. Um, any ideas for anybody else of what they can do or what you want to do? Well, I mean, the only way to truly honor his legacy, and this is coming from me, someone who is a new fan, is not someone who is immersed in all of the things that he's done. I can admit that you know, a lot of the things that I've learned about his past and his endeavors before he was murdered and what he had planned on the future comes from, you know, most recent, you know, most recent uh, activities. And I say that with no shame, but I can say that I know enough about it to know that if we are truly to honor him, the only way to truly do it is to just make sure that you're just the best version of yourself. Make sure you're the best version of yourself and don't leave your brother behind. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, everybody, can use, everybody can use help. No matter where you are in life, no matter how successful or unsuccessful you are, everyone can use help. And I think that kind of speaks to the crux of this message. It's a code we already live by, so yes, continue doing yes. what you're doing. He pretty much said it all, you know. I ain't trying to escape from the conversation because you know I can talk. <laughs> but uh, he pretty much said everything that I wanted to say. And, you know, I am a brother's keeper, man. Being more, you know, uh, selfless. Thinking about others, you know what I mean? I mean, that's the reason I'm here, to support y'all, you know what I'm saying? What y'all doing the same my first time, you know, um, being on the show or, you know, being involved. But um, it's a blessing that, you know, to have a platform to where you know, <coughs> we can express our feelings, you know, current events and things that's going on in the community, not just the black community, but the world. So, yeah. you know, we just have to be more conscious um, how we speak to each other. How we treat our women, how we treat women in general, you know, um, just being responsible, man. You know what's right because you feel it when it's right, and you feel it when it's wrong. So, you know, that's pretty much it, man. Appreciate that, Billions. Appreciate that, F. Um, Mel said, raise your fucking kids. I want but Jillian agree with her on that. Let the church say amen. <laughs> I'll take it a step further. Raise the kids around you. 
Um, I don't have any kids, but I have a lot of kids. Did that make sense? I don't have any biological children. You got children. like seven hundred God kids. Seven hundred God kids. Okay, makes sense. And I'm and I'm in their lives. And I'm active. Mine two of them. And, yeah, in facts. And Yeoman got I, one I right there. We just as parents find uh, the one single guy that doesn't have like seven hundred thousand kids, <laughs> and we be like, "Look, you take yeah, that's off. Uncle New. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uncle New. Uncle James. <laughs> we got an Uncle James at my house. I think Uncle James got fourteen God kids. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. shit you not. Yeah. <laughs> We're preparing him for when you have children. When you have yeah. kids, I will let you know. Like, nah, yeah. bro. I mean, I've been talking to Ashanti a lot more lately, so that that you know, that might I be uh, my JB. this week. That might you be really going on. Don't, don't forget. I'm gonna get one of them plastic dollar store rulers that Damn. got that good snap back on it. So when I pop, it'd be like. Damn. Whoop that. JB know about that. Whoop that. So, so this is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to end with the NCAA tournament. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, us being for the DMV area. We're going for UVA. Yeah. Um, it'll be UVA versus Texas Tech. When UVA wins, it'll be their first win in school history. And UVA going to be lit. Shout out to Shmee. Um, uh, uh, B- BBD? Oh, oh, BBD, yeah. On BBD too. Yeah. BBD oh, yeah. too. And um, j- uh, now our Netflix and Chill segment. Oh is my God. Gonna be fun. Yes. We, real quick, before we get into that, there are dozens of Nipsey Hustle interviews and videos it's time. on YouTube. All you got to type in Nipsey Hustle video, Nipsey Hustle interview. What can be done? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a new fan, old fan, or no fan. Stream his music. Yes. yes, support his family. It went up three thousand percent. It's gone up three thousand percent since he passed. Thousand some like it, it, it was in the hundreds of thousands. I'm not gonna lie. I just hit from, play from just that, so it, it could play. Of his streaming, it was in the hundreds of thousands in terms of percentages over what he was streaming before. Mm. So continue to do that, man, because his family needs help. Just because he was in the limelight and was a celebrity, and you think he's got all the money in the right. world. It doesn't matter because what, all that's gone. All that's done unless mm-hmm. you all continue mm-hmm. to support that. Yep. Man Absolutely. Yeah. The marathonclothing.com. We can get those Crenshaw shirts. And um, they, he had his a partnership with Rock Nation where they were doing the paper plane hats. So go there. Um, like, you know, all these people talking all this stuff and conspiracy theories and thoughts and perspectives and judgment. It doesn't matter unless you move with action. And the action is to put some money in his family's hands. The way to do that is to keep his two kids. Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's two. A little, a, a little, a little boy girl and a little London boy. And a, I believe a teenage girl. Yep. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah. And a stepson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I three. Thank you for correcting me. So three babies. Three. Yeah. Yep. You're right. And um, prayers for Lauren London, his other child's mother, Black Sam, Cobby, Dom. Everybody game, involved. His everybody grandmother, involved, his mother, his father. His, his real estate partners. His entire family, the Eritrean community, who allowed me in to speak at his vigil in Atlanta, uh, which was uh, an amazing opportunity. I literally had got, got the opportunity to go on stage and speak. Um, and so, shout out to the Eritrean Community Center in Atlanta on the Stone Mountain. And um, I think we'll end with that. Long live Nip. The Marathon Don playlist will be available. In the comment section of this on YouTube and Facebook and on all of our social media over the next, well, immediately following the show and over the next few days. Next week, 
is our anniversary show. We started yep. the show on April 18th. Yeah. It is also my birthday show, which is April 17th. <laughs> and next Sunday is April 14th. So we're going to do a double celebration like we do every year. Should we switch it? Because it's, it's always the anniversary and my birthday. Because we became a podcast in February last year. We've been a show, internet, TV show. Let's stick whatever. with April, man. Let's stick, stick with, with April. April. It's stick the tradition. April. It's it, a long-standing yeah, yeah, tradition. It's seven now. years. Seven years. Stick with April. So next week, we're going to get lit and turn up. And I'm putting everybody on camera. You're going to finally see Gilman. You're going to see Jay. And um, Tori going to bring her girls because I invited them right now. Y'all invited. And then we're going to bring <laughs> everybody out. It's a celebration, bitches. It's going to be my 43rd birthday. And, uh, um... And we we just gonna really have a good time. I know today may have been a somber show, but I wanted to pay proper respect. We had to pay to today my was favorite. Today a cool, serious show. Like mm-hmm. it has to happen every so often. Yeah, I think yeah. It was it was dope. Like it's dope. You have to do proper honor to to people and when to legends. Lost. Yeah, absolutely. To kings so and it's, legends. It's worth it. Well worth it. And it looks like Mel is gonna make an appearance on my birthday. She said I don't look a day over seventy. You know what, Mel? You are something else. You know that? You are something else. I would like to have a visitor. Mel, uh, Mel, 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 bring the whole crew. Everybody come through Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. There's no birthday. Fuck it. Wait a minute. Shut up. Let me think about it. Now let me think about it. But, yeah. <laughs> So we'll figure it out. But um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you for celebrating Nipsey Hussle's life. I, I bullshit you not. I have cried all week. Um, and it is a painful, hurtful loss. And I want us to celebrate his life going forward. I don't want the pain to persist. I don't want me to be sensitive on Facebook when somebody say something and I'm cussing them out because I'm so hurt. That's, that's just... Wusa. Save, celebrate the young king and, and celebrate all of our other kings and queens and princes and princesses that are coming up. Because, and I'll say this in a positive light, there's a Nipsey Hussle in every city. Yep. Let's celebrate them too. Because that's what Nipsey would have wanted. And um, one, of my, one of my favorite Nipsey songs is... Forever on some fly shit. And um, I want to encourage everybody to go listen to that. It's a video. Forever on some fly shit. That's the one song we're going to leave here with. It's not a big popular song. I don't want to give you the commercial single. But Forever on some fly shit. It's about six, seven years old. And it's a music video. Go to YouTube. Nipsey, Forever on some fly shit. Listen to the words. And um. Celebrate that, brother, man. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the love. I ain't cry. I'm, it's lit. It's lit. I ain't cry. I'm with it. Good night and God bless y'all. Uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uno! We out! What that thing is? That's it. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Love y'all. You hear me? And if you're listening on uh, Spotify or iTunes, uh, don't forget to rate the podcast. Don't forget to leave a comment. 
and uh, don't forget to, to share that with other people. That's how we get paid. So you guys, Facebook not hearing this, YouTube not hearing this. You guys right now that hear this, you're the reason we get paid. Help, <laughs> Help us get paid. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, it, it wasn't true. So thank y'all, and we love y'all, and see y'all next Sunday for our seven-year anniversary.